I don't usually yell that loud. Not normally, but I did turn you down some. Mm. That's what you, you get. That's what you get. For being loud and crazy. Loud and crazy. That's you, the old crazy lady. I'm just a crazy lady. Is that a, another Zara Agnew original? Yep. I knew it. I wish it was a full song. It's not. It's just one word. Just one verse. It wouldn't be a Married with Mousers podcast without a little Zara Agnew original music. When I wish upon a song for that one special girl to take me on the ride to a whole new world under the sea of bare necessities. You've got a friend to me because I'm fun and fancy free. With you on my arm, people won't know what to do. Say, I want to be like you. Bibbidi bobbidi boo. Like Woody and Jesse and Toy Story 2. Girl, I have your name written on the bottom of my shoe. Hello, and welcome to episode 41 of Mare with Mouse Ears. I am one of your hosts, Michael Agnew. I'm your other host, Zara Agnew. And there is one other host currently, our child. It's a boy! Yes, it is. Ah! Another boy. We be running this show. I'm a boy mom. You are a boy mom. They can't believe it. Did still. you ever think that you would be a boy mom, Zara? Like, no, not really. I, I honestly, 99.9% of me thought it was going to be a girl. I've been telling everybody that, mostly because God just wanted to um, see, laugh, and look what would happen, me trying to raise up a small girl, which will probably happen one day. But for now, we will have a young stunner of a son. You get to do all the like baseball and softball and t-ball. I know, but you're like fashionista, mom. You'll dress him up like a little hipster. He'll do theater stuff, like, trust me. One can only hope. Trust me, you'll, like, snuggle him all night long. You are currently holding uh, a Winnie the Pooh Tsum Tsum. It's my favorite. A, a, a giant one. You hold it for almost every single podcast. It's my favorite. Uh, one day, you will have a small child to hold as your Tsum Tsum. It might be a little hard to record holding him. Okay, sure. But yes, 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 yes. He will take the place of my poo soom soom. So for those of y'all who don't know, um, we are married with mouse ears and Zara is pregnant. Yes, we are a couple from Dallas, Texas, who loves Disney and all things pop culture, like movies and TV shows. And we like um, eating pizza and talking about, I guess, like baby things now. But that's kind of a new recent addition. Zara has been all about that baby talking. I mean... That's all I can think about. Sure. We just we just found out. We did just find out. So we, yeah, we just love Disney and this podcast is a little platform for us to talk about that and talk about TV and just things going on in our lives. Uh, and what's really, really, really awesome and kind of funny to us is that other people listen to this show and other people really enjoy us talking about Disney and our lives and, and other things like that. We actually also have... A website called marywithmouseears.com. And on this website, there is a contact page. And you can just ask us questions or give us feedback or say, hey, y'all show sucks. And I'm going to, the, to your website because I'm a troll. And that's what trolls do. Well, guess what? Someone actually went to our website and posted a super, 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 like one of the nicest um, emails, comments that we have ever gotten. So, so shout what? out to Bailey Cameron. What is the opposite of a troll? 
opposite of a troll would be um, like an encouraging person, Jesus. Uh, or like a unicorn? No, a troll. <laughs> oh, an internet unicorn. Okay, sure. Someone who is nice on the inter- on the internet is a pretty rare occurrence, similar to a unicorn. Zara, you might have just started up the largest trend in a long time. So good job. Maybe this will catch on from all of our Married with Mouse Ears listeners. I want unicorn to be the opposite of a troll. Oh, okay, deal. Make it happen. I do not use social media much, but yes, I will make it happen. All right. Well, going back to Bailey Cameron, who is this person, our fan shout out of the week. Fan shout out, 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 out. So as I said... Bailey went to marriedwithmouseears.com. We mentioned it one time on some random episode because I'm still trying to like make it look cool and better and add some content to it. But you can go to this website and read some articles. I've written a couple funny articles maybe. Michael's funny. And um, just some different deeper things about me and Zara, like our favorite shows and, and like Disney characters and different stuff like that. But Bailey went to the contact page just to say, guys, I love your podcast. This is the first podcast I've ever really been able to get into. So, yo, shout out to us. That's legit because I've gotten into a lot of podcasts. Because there's like thousands of podcasts in this world. So either Bailey hasn't heard enough good podcasts, which is okay. I know. Because I'm okay if we are are her favorite podcast. I will say that we are prob we are not the most knowledgeable Disney no. podcast out there. Incorrect. At all. But I feel like we're the most positive, loving, joyful Disney podcast out there. We try to be. We try to, at least. Yeah. I'm not going to hate on my fave place in the no, world. No, there are some podcasts and they're like Disney podcasts, but they just hate on Disney the whole time. We don't do that here. It's very It's not weird. about that. She said, I also listen to you guys on my commute, like your friend across the pond, comma, Daniel. Oh my God. Shout out to shout out to Daniel. She's a true listener because she is giving a shout out to a fan shout out that we give a shout out to. Exactly. I love it. All about those shout outs. <laughs> we are. So then she said, here are a few topics I personally would love to hear more about. <gasps> and she lists off like five or six different podcasts, like about our personal lives, how we got into podcasting, favorite Disney things. And it really has spurred this desire in me to a lot of podcasts have listener question episodes. Mm. So this is my challenge, all right? Everyone listening to this podcast, go to our website or on Instagram or whatever, Facebook, or find us somewhere. I'm sure my phone number is somewhere in this That's world. That's creepy. Call me, text me. If, if you want to reach me. me yeah. If you want to page me, it's okay. Whatever. Just reach out to us and ask us some random questions about our lives, about Disney, and either next episode or the episode after that, we will do a listener questions episode. So, Bailey, you have spurred this desire within me. And we are going to have a listener questions I'll be really excited to do episode. an episode like this because, like, filling out, like, surveys is one of my favorite things to do. Like, you know how sometimes, like, stores or places... We'll ask you to do it. Sure. I just like doing it. You, I, I like you to give love my opinion. Doing those. It hurts my heart. Why? Because I just uh, have social awkwardness around all people. So I avoid those people like the plague. I like to answer questions. You do. Like we will go to Disney World and there's always those people at the exits of the parks like, hey, can I ask you some questions about your experience? I always do it, but if I have time. 
there was only one time where we shut that person down <laughs> and you felt genuinely awful. It's their job. You felt really, really bad about having to shut that person Maybe down. Maybe not like people on the phone. Those people are annoying, but like well, yeah, yeah. in real life or mm-hmm. on the internet. Sure. I like a nice survey or quiz. Well, then at the end of uh, Bailey's email, th- th- this is why it's one of my favorite responses ever, is because she talked about how she met Jeffrey Dean Morgan, a.k.a. Negan, and Glenn from The Walking Dead. You know much more about these characters than I do, but I know who they are, at Yes, least. so I love The Walking Dead. Well, I loved, and now I just watch it, but still, Negan is one of the greatest TV characters that I can think of. Mm-hmm. I, I love him. Mm-hmm. And also pour one out for Glenn, if you know what I mean. Uh-oh, that seems ominous. So, Bailey Cameron needs a nickname. Have we found her on the social meds? Yes, I have, actually, because we're creepy. Although, Bailey on Instagram is Bailey Jorgensen underscore. Mm-hmm. So, either... Well... Her bio does say Cody's future wife. Okay, okay, okay. So, I don't know. She's engaged. So, she is engaged. As far as but I know. she says, Disney obsessed, Cody's future wife, dog mom to Finn. Ooh. All right. I love my, my life. It's a mix of heinous decisions and amazing dreams. Heinous Heinous. Decisions. I, I, that must be a quote from somewhere. But I don't know where. Me neither. Heinous is such an extreme word. So extreme. I honestly wanted it to be Unicorn Unicorn Bailey. Unicorn Bailey? Heinous Unicorn Bailey? No, we'll we'll take out the heinous. Amazing Unicorn Bailey? The heinous because they anus. Oh, gosh. Oh, boy. (laughs) California dreaming. Uh Because in her bio, heinous decisions, amazing dreams. So California dreaming. But what about Unicorn? What about unicorn? Unicorn dreaming? Unicorn dreaming. Unicorn dreaming. <laughs> All right, Bailey, a.k.a. Unicorn dreaming. Love it. You are the opposite of a troll, Bailey. You are a internet unicorn. You brought positivity to our website and to our lives and to this Married with Mouse Ears family. So welcome. Welcome. So next up, we have a, <laughs> a little shout out to Wendy Trent who is a Disney vacation planner, and uh, she is a sponsor for this podcast because she's super rad, and we know her, and she lives in Georgia, and her whole life's goal is to make everyone's Disney dreams better and more attainable, and she does everything for free. So if you are going on a Disney trip anytime to see Toy Story Land, which we will be talking about pretty soon... Or going in the Christmas time or going in August 19th whenever the Halloween stuff starts because it's weird. I don't know why they do that, but they do. Mickey's not so scary. So if you want to go to any of these events, uh, let Wendy Trent, that's Wendy with a Y, not an I. At yellowshoetravel.com. At yellowshoetravel.com. So Wendy at yellowshoetravel.com. Just hit her up, page her, beep her if you want to reach her, whatever you're heart's desire is she will make your disney trip super awesome and now for the topic of today's podcast which is and that is it is our monthly news update podcast where we just talk about all things going around in the disney universe at disney world disneyland cruises uh disney overseas all of that good stuff disney movies we might have missed last month 
Well, yeah, normally I try to do it at the end of each month, but then we did the video game podcast with Hunter. We were going to do this news one. And we had your one. brother on, too. Correct. So we got a few interviews that push things around, but it's all good. It's all good. Oh, oh, it is definitely good. So I guess to start it off, let's talk about some Toy Story Land. We got to. It's the newest, hottest, funnest thing around. Rootin' tootin' cowboy. So yeah, first things first, Toy Story Land is now open. So you've probably seen the pictures. You might have watched some videos. What are your thoughts? Okay, well, the Slinky Dog coaster looks awesome. It does look super cool. I saw something where people were, were waiting for over five hours for the Slinky Dog coaster. Guess what? It is not worth it. I don't I care also saw this. what ride you are riding. It is not worth it. I saw a thing that where the line went out Toy Story Land and went past um, the Chinese Theater all the way up looped around by like abc commissary which is nowhere even near toy story land which sounds insane yeah i feel like that's not worth it like how can you avoid this though like you know i know there was someone who we follow on social media so i posted this funny meme of cusco being sad in the rain saying that that's how i felt missing out on toy story land and someone's like yeah me too we we went to disney world a week before toy story land even opened imagine going all that way ticket sales had to be a little soft that week i'm not gonna lie yeah sure. like why would you do that to yourself exactly I mean, so yeah so now toy story sorry slinky dog does look fun and awesome it does not look very fast it looks less than snow white's mine train seven dwarves mine train also, there is the aliens flying saucers that look kind of like Mater's junkyard spin. Which we've been in on. Disneyland. I'm very excited. Yeah. From what I remember, it's not it's not as spinny as teacups. It's kind of like a scrambler ride. Like it swoops you around a lot, but you're not gonna get like super dizzy, which is is always ideal. Yeah. But this one looks really fun, too. I don't think it has had as long wait times as Slinky Dog Dash, but still still a decent wait time. Well, yeah, they honestly are I, – I feel like they're hyping up Toy Story Land more than Avatar Land. And just like I've seen so many commercials, like they are hyping this up as if it's just this new huge thing. And really, it's not. It's like they made a new entrance on Midway Mania, and they added two rides, and they added this Woody's Lunchbox place to eat. And some different foods, but overall, it's not the complete overhaul like Avatar Land was or something like that. Or like Galaxy's Edge is going to be. Right. It's not as... But I'm sure that it's awesome. We are actually talking about what type of like a baby moon we can take. And uh, on my list is maybe possibly going to Disney World for one day just to look at Toy Story Land. I can't ride the rides. I, oh, prego props. I, I know. That's part of the issue. But it would still be super, super fun. Well, yeah, just... To go one one of the things that we couldn't do though is go to Sweet Spells because Sweet Spells is gone and has been replaced and is now called Tinsel Town Trinkets. I just read about this. You did, did you? A little bit. Well, yeah. Now they all only sell exclusively Toy Story merch. That's it's only it, Toy Story stuff. Literally just Toy Story. That's I thought it. it was gonna be all Pixar, but no, just Toy Story. Mm, Toy Story Land merch exclusively. Hmm. That's what I've heard. It's very interesting. Well, I'm guessing there's not, we talked about this before, how is there not a shop in Toy Story Land? It's just not big enough, like they didn't make it. 
it's really not that big. It's still awesome. I don't want to be a hater. It's still going to be awesome. But yeah, do you want to hear some other Hollywood Studios news or do you have more Toy Story Land news? Since we haven't been to Toy Story Land, I don't really have like a ton of updates. No, I was going to ask you about the food, but we, we don't have to talk about that. Yeah, sorry. Your job on looking up news is food and stuff. I never look up food. Well, you've heard what the menu is, right? Sure, Is there yes. anything that like really intrigued you? Like you're like, oh, I want to try that. Literally everything. Oh, okay. Yeah. I've heard from the Disney Food Blog that the uh, like three cheese grilled cheese is like the thing to try. Okay. Which see, I haven't heard that. Sounds great. I I just saw all of the menu items and I was like, I want all of it. Yeah. I want to try those those little pop tart fake pop tart things. All right. So there is actually something new coming to Hollywood Studios involving Pixar that is not Toy Story, and, and that is this just got randomly thrown out there the other day, oh, and yeah. that is Lightning McQueen's Racing Academy. All right. We saw this little news blip, and we were like, "What in the world? Why does Hollywood Studios need another thing?" And why? Of course. It, well, yeah. So they basically need. Some large theater type things that can hold lots of people for longer periods of time. So this is going to be located in the Sunset Showcase next to Rock and Roller Coaster. And it is an all new show attraction that will immerse guests in the world of cars and bring them face to face with racing legend Lightning McQueen. With help from friends Mater and Cruz Ramirez, McQueen will demonstrate racing techniques on a new simulator and share career highlights with his guests. So many things. Um, number one. So you feel like this is like something that they needed. They needed another large show because they have like Indiana Jones already. They have like the Frozen one. Yeah. They have Little Mermaid. They have Beauty and the Beast. Um, I mean, I guess. Hundreds of thousands of people are going to be billowing in to Hollywood Studios in about a year and, and, and some change for Galaxy's Edge. Yes. They need some help. They also have that um, thing we never do. It's like a Toy Story Junior. Or, um, Toy Story. Disney Junior? Disney Junior. Yeah. I think that's a show too. But, okay. Well, yeah, so, I used to do that whenever there was uh, the Big Blue House. Yeah, Bear in the Big in Blue House. The, no, that was the Big Blue World. I was about to start singing that Nemo song. But anyway, there was Bear's Big Blue House and like Roly Poly Oli. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That was the prime days. Prime time. The OG days. So there's not a very big Cars presence currently at Disney World. No. Um, unlike Disney California Adventure, where you have an entire land. Correct. Uh, did you do you feel like this was a good choice to go with theming character wise, theming wise? Honestly, Cars One was really good. Cars Two and Three haven't been very good. Yes. So now. Every single boy loves Lightning McQueen. You will soon know about this, Zara. Yes. So yes. from that perspective, I think that just the, from the merchandise perspective and the marketing perspective, fast cars will always be cool. And whether the movies can continue or they are As we know good. from the uh, Fast and Furious franchise, you can make five million of those. 100%. People will still come see them. They are actually making an offshoot Fast and Furious type of, of movie with Idris Elba, mm-hmm. and he's going to be the, the the new star of oh this. Boy. Yeah, they're just going. It's like same oh universe, boy. but different type. Just what we needed. 
Very interesting. Hey, okay. uh, as long as I never make a planes uh, attraction, then I am no. totally okay with that. What do you think? If you had to guess, what are <laughs> are the characters going to be? So you know, in Cars Land, how those like really large cars, yeah, like. I would definitely guess so. It's like a car, but it moves. I don't know how it works. It's like some kind of animatronics. Yeah, it is like an animatronic. Almost like a parade float, sort of. Yeah, but um, but it looks legit real. Like It's pretty mind-blowing. It's going to be? Do you yes. think they're going to use those? Yes. Okay, that, those are cool. Those are really cool. And then maybe they'll have like photo ops, too. Probably. Yeah, there's like no... There's pretty much no cars things at Disney World right now. So this this kind of... this good. I think this is a good pick. Sure. I like it. All right, going on with more transportation stuff, you can now look at bus wait times in your My Disney Experience app. Hmm. So, you know, like, in, instead of us just like running late at night trying to make sure that we don't miss our Wilderness Lodge bus, yes. we, we can now look at the My Disney Parks app and do you think it's gonna be time co- out our exit out correctly. How correct do you think this is going to be, though? I think that they are working to... Oh, oh, a world where it'll be basically flawless hmm. and it will always be on that same schedule. I can see I can see how they're planning, you know, all of this pre pre Star Wars and pre all of this stuff opening cuz people expect that, I think. Then they sure. that they're going to know when a bus is going to be there. Or if they just miss it, like, when is the next one coming? Well, yeah, like, this is something that if I hadn't been to Disney a, a thousand times, I would have just thought that they would have had this down by now. Hmm. Well, always innovating, always always keeping it moving, doing the next thing. Exactly. All right. Are you ready for two smaller things? Yeah. One is a tiny update on the Mickey's Runaway Train. One, the glass, the, shoot, the ride will not need 3D glasses. So okay. it'll be two and a half D, no 3D glasses. Okay. Number two, it'll have more hidden Mickeys than any attraction at Disney World. Oh my gosh. Or at any Disney parks, which would make sense because it's the only Mickey Mouse ride. Which is crazy. That's the only Mickey Mouse ride. Why have us it taken us this long to get to this point? That's a great question. That's what they were thinking. That's why they made this ride. I think, I think it'll be a hit. I mean, it's very sad that they had to take away... Um, great movie ride, but, you know. Yes. I think this ride will be awesome, but I find it so dumb that they had to take away the great movie ride. So dumb. Because that was like another ride that, that that had a large capacity to hold people, and that's exactly what they are looking for in this current Galaxy's another, Edge. Surely there's some little corner of the universe surely. that they haven't surely. built something on yet. It's very, very silly. And then the last one, the last little update, this deals with Epcot. Uh, you're going to be a, a little bit sad. Why? Because, or at least Hunter is, and that is that Duffy will no longer be at the coloring stations at the Kidcot Fun Stops. <laughs> I honestly didn't even know that Duffy existed, that Duffy was a real thing, until I went with your family like my first time, and, and Hunter's like, Michael, we have to stop at this land. Hunter, who's like 12 or 13 like at this time. Michael, we have to stop at this land so I can color uh, this bear on, on a popsicle stick named Duffy because <laughs> I have to. 
And now that you say that out loud, that sounds super dumb, but yes. It's not very Disney like at all, but Duffy is a big thing overseas, though. Yes, I felt like when they introduced Duffy, I'm like, who is this bear? This bear means nothing to me. I do not have any love for this bear. But yes, in Asia, Duffy is like a really big deal. And there's also the female Duffy, Shelly May, who is also a huge deal. So I'm sure Duffy is not going away in Asia, but I'm wondering what sort of thing they're introducing for kids in these countries instead of coloring Duffy. I, I mean, I get... They are adding a different character that isn't Duffy. Oh, gosh. A new character? I don't a, know. A new character. Why can't it just be Mickey Mouse? Why can't you just color Mickey Mouse at every, at every country? Why does it have to be a totally new person? Well, I guess it says as of July, he will be going away and no word as to who or what will replace him. So there, okay. So, so sorry. No so like there is no word. So sorry. So so I I read that initially as something as someone was going to, but we didn't mm. know who. I'm wondering if Duffy, if it's just like the coloring things or you'll like literally never see a Duffy bear ever again. I bet the, that you'll still see like a Duffy bear in okay. general. So, do you have any news, or should I just keep, like, throwing stuff at you? Speaking of uh, seeing less of Duffy Bear, we were recently at the uh, our local Disney store at the mall this weekend. Correct, yes. And we noticed a very sad um, decrease in the number of Tsum Tsums that I know. we came across. Yes. We were there hoping to just kind of... As you do, check out what the new Tsum Tsums are. Um, at peak Tsum Tsum excitement level time in our lives, I would go in there once a week. I don't know. Once a week? Maybe. And just see what the offering Zara was. Zara used to work at a mall where yes. where there was a Disney store like right down like the hallway. And I lived every, I loved every moment of it. I loved being able to just drop in and visit my local Disney store um, at all times. And now that I do not work at that same mall, I feel super deprived. Hmm. But um, they would come out with a new uh, collection every month. And then I feel like it got so popular to where they were doing it twice a month. Um, but do now, you feel like you leaving North Park resulted in yes. the decline of Tsum Tsums? Yes, I swear it did. Yes, because okay. I, would, I would buy them. Okay, yeah, you would. Maybe once a month. Uh, no, okay. we probably have... 40 up there right fine. now and i probably bought eight of those at disney world last last time during spring break okay fine but when we were there recently but yes we do have like 40 up there we have a, a large collection of zoom zooms there was no in that we could see there's no individual zooms for sale they we only saw one collection and it was edna mode which edna was mode which was super baller she was in a three pack and she had different outfits on and different facial expressions uh and it was super cute, and I took a picture of it, so maybe we'll post it. I don't know. Um, but I was horrified and shocked to see that you basically can't find them anymore. I know. It's because they have those dumb oofoofies. Oofoofies have taken over the world. And oofoofies are like sumsums, but instead of sums being on their belly, they sit up. And they're fatter and more pastel colored. And guess and what? And they smell like apples. What? They smell? What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're scented. What? Okay. I was They're about really to say soft. I will never buy Inufufi in my they life. They just look more baby. Yeah. You know? 
I don't know. And plus, these are like five dollars. We're and sometimes Ufufis three dollars. Yeah, they're I'm sure. Ufufis are more because they're bigger. Yeah, they're like more in the eight to ten dollar range. Yeah. I think. Well, yeah. So you rolling into like the Disney store buying a three to five dollar Sum Sum. I never felt bad about that. Never. If if you're buying a ten dollar scented stuffed animal, I know. That's that's more difficult. So I'm just hoping that the they'll still be available online. Um, we can find them at the park still. Um, let us know. Did you guys love Sum Sums? Was that a thing you guys got into? Like, are you sad that certain Disney collectibles have gone away? It's just always sad when the thing you like is like well, hard to find. One of these ep- episodes, we will do a Disney collectibles podcast. Ooh. Just now. It's like been on my list. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. Okay. So that was just one news news thing that was on my heart, on my mind. Yes. Just needed to bring that up and address that. All right. Well, I have two Galaxy's Edge updates. Oh, boy. And by two updates, I just read this little news blurb from someone who works high up at at Disney, and they were giving an update on Galaxy's Edge. Hmm. So you might know all of this, but this is just a general talking about what Galaxy's Edge is going to be. All right. One, guests will explore Black Spire Outpost, the largest settlement on the remote planet of Batuu. All right. So Batuu is the planet that this Galaxy's Edge is, is located in. And the main thing is called Black Spire Outpost. Okay. So, so basically we still call it Galaxy's Edge. Yes. But yes, but the outpost will be the main part. And there will be all of these like small alleyways that you walk through to get to the different vendors selling things. AKA narrow and hard to navigate. That's what we like. It honestly will be. For Mima in a wheelchair. They will meet characters both both familiar and new and experience the sights, sounds, smells, tastes, and adventures of the Outer Rim and Wild Space. Hmm. I don't know what that means, but it sounded awesome. All right. One attraction, one of the, so there will be two attractions with the ability to have three later on. All right. But one attraction will be an epic Star Wars adventure. Unlike anything Disney has ever created, it will put guests in the middle of a battle between the First Order and the Resistance. Yeah. Is this like a ride like is this like a show oh it's going to be a ride i bet that it's gonna be kind of like oh man i don't know never mind i don't know either i truly I can't don't know picture what this is like in my head the the one that, that i have heard about is this next one elsewhere in in the land yeah. yes we'll step aboard the millennium falcon yes and pilot the fastest ship in the galaxy Firing laser cannons and steering the starship through deep space. Yes. I've heard that the Millennium Falcon is going to blow everybody's minds. This ride makes sense in my head. I can think of what it could potentially be like, like you're riding in a spaceship. But the other one, it says, puts you right in the action of like a battle. And I'm like, I don't know what that means. Yeah. What is, or what does that mean? I don't know. I do not know. We'll just have to wait and see. Yep. Because we will be there opening weekend. Oh, Lord. No, 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 Just kidding, because it'll be like a 10-hour wait, and I don't got time for that. not about that. Even Mm -hmm. though I do want to go Not about that life. All right. You want to hear some Disneyland updates? Yes. Sure. So, Pixar Fest is happening right now. Yeah. Like all summer, right? Yeah. Like all summer. And there is a new nighttime spectacular called Together Forever, which is the new fireworks show. That sounds like the cutest name I've ever heard. So, it is Pixar-themed. Okay. Like Pixar fireworks, Pixar music, Pixar. Yeah. That's fun. So that sounds awesome. The Incredicoaster opened up. So for those of you who have never been to Disneyland, there is a ride called California Screamin'. 
and it is seriously the longest roller coaster I have ever ridden. Was so so fun. It was this wooden roller coaster, but it didn't really have a. It had no Disney theme to it. It was just like a. It's just like California pier theme. Yes, like that was the theme of the pier. And so, I was I was too nervous to do this ride because I had read I'd seen the ride throughs, but it still just looked kind of like a big roller coaster, and I'm not. I don't really like big drops very much. So I opted to go get corn dogs and then sit on the pier, like right underneath the roller coaster and just wait for Michael. So I just sat there with my corn dogs. Yeah, your voice just went to damsel in distress really, really quickly. I did. You did. So um, Disneyland has been updating their boardwalk to be called Pixar Pier. There are all of these different lands. If you don't know about this, go to our last month's podcast. We talked a lot about it. But one of the big things that they changed was they changed California Screamin' to be themed to the Incredicoaster. AKA Incredibles. Yes. And it follows really kind of the Incredibles 2 plot of where the the family's trying to catch Jack Jack. <gasps> Jack Jack. And I watched a ride through. It is improved. I do think that they could have done maybe a little bit better, but I'm sure but I want to ride this ride really, really bad. And then there is news that there's going to be a inside out attraction coming to Pixar Pier in 2019. Are you talking about the playground? No. It's called the home of the inside out emotional whirlwind. This whimsical family friendly attraction inspired by inside out will be not surprisingly full of emotions. What does that mean? All right, so do you know at Disneyland how they have that Monsters, Inc. ride where it's like uh, there's like the doors, which yeah. people like hating on it, but it was actually like not too bad. I mean, it's kind of fun. I, I bet that it's something like that. It reminded me of like the Imagination ride, the um, Figment, sort of. It's just like a ride through, which is like okay. Sure. But they barely have any inside out stuff like at all. Like Disney World has no inside out stuff. I know. Inside out, there's like so many Disney... They keep doing all of these sequels, which I'm like okay with, but Inside Out just needs more, needs more like limelight. It was a really good, along with Zootopia, yeah, yes, and Big Hero Six, yes, to all of it. Those are also great. So that is coming in 2019. Also in 2019 is Jesse's Critter Carousel, which is just like a a carousel, but it's Toy Story themed. I'm feeling like they're laying over the um. Ariel's dad. King Trident. Yes. King Trident Carousel. I bet that they are. Yes. That's what I feel like they're going to do. Also, another Inside Out thing that is coming is there is going to be Bing Bong Sweet Stuff. Oh, yeah. I've which heard is a about confectionery this. with all sorts of, of classic Disney snacks. Yes. Buddy Cake Pops. There are apples like Rainbow Unicorn Apple and the Bing Bong Apple. Lemon Drops, Red Licorice. Saltwater taffy, all of the good stuff. You hate saltwater taffy. I know. I think I saw some buddy pops. It was like a Woody and a Buzz, um, like little pops, and they were like decorated like their outfits. Oh, that sounds so adorable. Oh, so cute. Oh my gosh, so cute. All right, so do you have any other food news? Yes, remember how one episode we talked about the uh, churro ice cream sandwich? Well, the newest ice cream treat is a Peter Pan float yo this looks you saw so a picture of it. good yes so similar to the dole up it's citrus themed so wendy probably wouldn't like it but you and me would for sure not like it. not wendy like peter pan's girl wendy but like wendy, wendy trent. trent yes if you've been listening the legendary 
Disney vacation planner. She doesn't like Dole Whips because she doesn't like citrus, but it's a lime soft serve and it's a float. So it's over Sprite and you have like, it comes in a clear cup and the Sprite's on the bottom and then it's all swirled up and then it has a red chocolate feather in the side to where it looks like Peter Pan's green hat with a red feather in the side. Yes. And it looks so, so, so cute. Like you want to take a picture of it. And from what I've read, it's very refreshing and delicious. Good for summertime. And you can get this in the Magic Kingdom at Storybook Treats where they have other ice cream and like uh, like sweet novelties. Um, it's in Fantasyland. We don't normally go to it because um, I feel like I always just think like, oh, they just have ice cream and it's just like normal ice cream. It's not like a Mickey bar or something. But this would be something I would for sure stop for. Oh, we will for sure be going there. And they also um, recently have a Twinkie Sunday as well. It's like a deep fried Twinkie. I saw that too, and I was like, eh. Okay, yeah. I'd rather try the Peter Pan thing, but 100%. it's like a deep fried Twinkie with vanilla ice cream, or you can get chocolate icing ice cream and hot fudge. I've read that it's good if you like Twinkies, if that's kind of like your thing. AKA Isaac's dad. Real? Oh. Yo, he loves cheese pizza and Twinkies. Oh my gosh. That- Shout out to Rob. That those are not two of the best things, but he would fare good at Disney World. He would he would find find his things there. All right, you know something that did not find their thing at Disney World? What? Pets. Why? What happened? Remember the pet policy about allowing pets in Disney World hotels? I remember we went into the super in depth one time, and, and everybody was seemed, freaking out. It seemed very complicated. It was like. Your pet can't be in there too long, and you have to have. What if the maid service comes and they're going to call you if it's if it's barking? And yes, it seemed very complicated. What do you have to tell me about it? It's ending. Oh, so you can't bring your pets now? Nope. Well, you might be able to like right now, right now, but in like the short term future, it's going to be ending. Is this even for like service dogs? Like service or- dogs? Well, as far as like in like the hotels. Okay. I I'm- know they have that little like doggy daycare place it's probably yeah. like super expensive but at this i wonder what happened to have them in this like did something catastrophic happen like was it just way too much i think hassle? it was just like too complicated like well i don't think it was necessarily like the dogs or the dog owners that were too complicated it was the people who were so anti this rule and then Disney having to like appease those people and the uproar that it came. Because some people were very vocal about not wanting to be in a room with, with a dog. So, whatever. Those dog haters. Whatever. Yeah, people were like worried about allergies and stuff. Like, what if you stay in a room? Guess who wasn't a, a dog hater? Mickey Mouse, because he had a dog named Pluto. Pluto. Where would Pluto have gone? <laughs> You'd have to stay home with his grandparents. I know. How tragic and and sad. Have you ever thought if Mickey has parents? I mean, is it just like Walt Disney is his dad? Like, how does this work? I have never thought of that, Zara. How does it work? We know Minnie's... I'm sure that somewhere there is a fan fiction of how Mickey... Well, I don't want it to be a creepy fan fiction. I just want it it to be... since Since it's Walt Disney and most of Walt Disney's movies involved parents dying i bet that mickey's parents are are dead oh my gosh that just got really depressing really quick i'm just being real like that's what happens in most disney movies that the parents die i know that that's what happens but that doesn't mean it happened to mickey's parents okay you're right well can we just make up names for them real quick 
There's Mickey and Mindy. Okay. Marlin. Marlin and Melinda. Yeah. But Marlin is already Nemo's dad. Okay. Um, Marshall. That's good. Marshall and Melinda. Marshall and Melinda. Shout out. Shout out to <laughs> Mickey's parents. Mickey's parents. If you're listening, comment on our Instagram. Just kidding. All right. Now transitioning to my favorite news subject of this episode, and that is there's some massively huge things happening at Tokyo Disney that I'm hoping are going to mean that they will be coming to the United States Disney parks because I want to experience all of these. Okay. Hit me. All right. So, ongoing Disneyland development, including a Beauty and the Beast-inspired area and a Big Hero 6 area. Oh my gosh, all you've ever wanted. At Tokyo Disney. All right, so that sounds awesome. All right, so there's going to be a Beauty and the Beast area and a Tokyo and a Big Hero 6. But at Tokyo Disney Sea in 2022, get ready. So at Disney Sea, they have seven ports that take you to seven different lands. So it's like the a lot of lands. It's like the Mediterranean, or yeah. So I guess kind of maybe like Epcot, where there's like the lands at Epcot. These ports take you to different lands or areas, and and all of these are are like actual geographical places on Earth. Well, they are adding an eighth port, and this is going to be a fantasy port. There are going to be three areas at this eighth port. That is a frozen area, a tangled area, and a Peter Pan area with a -a one-of-a-kind new deluxe hotel. In the park, there's a port and then there's a hotel? I'm guessing that the port will just be connected to it, kind of like the hotel at Galaxy's Edge or like um, the California Hotel, something like that. All right, so... The Frozen, they are basically building Ar- they are building Arendelle after the events in Frozen. Once the kingdom has opened its gates, there will be a heartwarming new attraction where- which will take guests by boat to experience mm. the story of Anna and Elsa wh- while enjoying iconic songs from the hit film. How similar do you think this is to the current ride in Norway? I bet it'll be 70% of what the Norway ride is and then they will f- make it 30% better. Would you... Do you like... Um, the idea of visiting Arendelle? Yes, 100%. Especially because there will be a new restaurant located inside of the Arendelle Castle. Arendelle Castle? What the heck? You can go in the castle. So they're building the Arendelle Castle, and it'll be big enough to have a restaurant inside. So it'll be like AKA Cinderella's Beauty Castle. Or Beauty and the Beast Castle. Or Beauty and the Beast. Um, that sounds amazing. Oh, okay, well, guess what? There are two more areas that are just this awesome. Oh my gosh. There will be a new Tangled area area which will be where Rapunzel's tower is guests can board gondolas for a romantic tour of Rapunzel's best day ever as she journeys with Flynn to the Lantern Festival one of the most iconic Disney scenes for an unforgettable finale on the menu is a restaurant inspired by the hideout of the humorous band of thugs in the movie what was it like the lonely duckling um the snuggly duckling the snuggly duckling so that will be awesome. And then they are building Neverland. Okay, wait. So Tangled. You know how there's the Tangled Potties in yes. Magic Kingdom. We've always wished this was more of a land. Only Zara's family calls them the Tangled Potties. I do not think that's true. I think plenty of people call them the Tangled Potties. The Tangled Potties or the Tangled Bathrooms. Tangled Potties. As, as a person who isn't a parent, I know as, as soon as this baby bouncing baby boy will will be coming at the word potty will be used more often by me but it's just not a word that i use very often 
Sure, sure, sure. Um, but we've always wished it was like a real land and that there was a real ride instead of just a bathroom because it's like the most elaborate bathroom ever created. But this sounds awesome. And it also sounds like what one of the restaurants on the cruise ship sounds like to where they like seeing it must Whoa, be inspired you're by right that. about that yes but i i for sure always tangled still seems underutilized to me because they have i a completely whole, agree they have a whole tangled um tv show i think and kids love this story it's like so good the the songs are great the characters are funny like the flynn as like a leading male um, hero of that story is there really needs good. to be a tangled sequel um yeah we live in the land of sequels let's I make know it there's happen the tv show which is like tangled ever after i think or... e- exactly so then the third area is they are building neverland this sounds amazing which will include captain hook's pirate ship and skull rock the area will feature two attractions and a restaurant inspired have, by the lost boys hideout we only have one peter pan ride at uh, magic kingdom the first attraction the guests will fly over the jungles of neverland with peter pan to rescue wendy's younger brother john because john is always getting in trouble in a battle with captain hook the second attraction will immerse guests in the world of pixie hollow where tinkerbell and her fairy friends live that sounds so fun when did you say this was coming out um 2022 Plan our trip. I know. Honestly, like, let's just start saving. So which of these areas sounds the most exciting to you? Mm. They all sound great because right now we each have just like a very small attraction of these over here in the States. Um, But I think I feel most excited to see Tangled being fleshed out more. And the fact that there's going to be a restaurant... And the boat ride sounds really good. And just like walking into that world sounds really good. Yes. I would say that Tangled just because that that's like, yeah, that's like the Disney property of those three that I think gets talked about the least. Mm-hmm. But it would be pretty singing sweet to see Aaron Arendelle, though. Yeah, yeah, I like it. Exactly. All right. That's all I really have for the parks. I have some movie news. Do you have anything else? I think that's all. All right. So I'm just going to kind of give a little update on the movies because there's a lot of Disney movies coming up, specifically live action movies coming up. So me and you saw the trailer for the Dumbo movie. We did. This looks so interesting. We saw Ant-Man, which we will get to later. And the Dumbo trailer looked insanely cool. It reminded me a little bit of... Water for Elephants, which came out multiple years ago, yeah, um, which was like based out of circus, and then also of um, The Greatest Showman. So like old timey circus, yes, but very real life, very not dark, but well, Tim Burton made it, yeah. So you know, there's got to be like sorry, not The Greatest Showman, yes, the new Dumbo. The there's got to be some like twists and just darker feel on it but it's been so long we've seen Dumbo but it's so depressing that I know I'm just going to be real one of the most boring Disney movies ever created is Dumbo yeah so this one definitely needed like new life to be breathed in it to make it like 
relevant. I, mean, I honestly don't even remember most of what I'm Dumbo sure is about. No, there's just that weird acid trip scene where yes. all of the weird like hallucinogenic. Yes. Yeah, elephants start shrooms. happening. Yeah. Yep. So I'm okay. So like every kid, their their favorite ride is probably Dumbo. Like for sure, we're taking our kid on Dumbo. Like that's it's just so sure. fun to be in those little Dumbo cars and you're yeah. like riding in the air. But kids probably have not seen that movie. You know, like what parent has it on DVD, number one, thinks about watching a kind of sad movie with like creepy hallucinogenic scenes in it. So this is going to make it way more relevant for kids. Yes. Hopefully it's not scary. Like it didn't look scary, but it just looked very interesting. It might be a little scary in that like I think Dumbo is going to get picked on a ton, mm-hmm. obviously. Yeah. So he might get like bullied and stuff, but they show him flying for like half a second and it looks insane. Yes. I think the main character, um, if I'm uh, correct in just seeing him for a snippet, was Colin Farrell. Um, and yes. And he was in um, Saving Mr. Banks, too, which I think was interesting how, you know. He's he's good at that like um, period piece guy. He has that accent, and then he just kind of has that look about him. I don't know, but interesting that he's done like two different Disney movies. He was also in Fantastical Beasts. That's right, he was. Yes, I liked him in that. It was good. Well, yeah. also in that movie is Michael Keaton. Who was making the hugest comeback? He was the villain yeah. in Spider Man. He was in. Yeah, I'm wondering, like, now I'm wondering what part he's gonna play. Is he gonna be a villain or is he gonna be? What? Also, shout out to Danny DeVito. Is he like the creepy ringmaster? Because that seems. Like I think he just is. Yes. The perfect part for him. Also, Lucy DeVito, who I'm his guessing wife? is his daughter or daughter, oh. or maybe wife. I don't know. Is in it. Alan Arkin, who's super famous, is in this movie. There, there's a lot of big time people in this movie. I'm surprised Johnny Depp didn't weasel his way in there. Honestly, this looks like the perfect Johnny Depp movie. Um, but Johnny Depp is kind of all right. So Rolling He's on a quickly downward spiral. Have you read this Rolling Stones article? I have, I have not. I've just heard things. Okay, well, guess what? My zero will be Johnny Depp. So, okay, so save it. For, I will hold off. Save on that. it for later. So. What other Disney movie were you, were you wanting to touch on? Well, yeah. So in 2019, there are three live action Disney movies coming out. Three? That's Dumbo, Aladdin, and Lion King. That's, all in 2019. That's so much live action. I know. I feel like this year was the year of the sequel. Next year is the year of the live action. Very, very good take by you. I like that, though. That gives me hope and excitement because both of those sound amazing. So those of you who are like, wait, what about the Mulan live action? That's coming out in 2020. It got pushed back. Don't worry. It got pushed back. Also, I don't know if we have discussed this, but Lee Shang, her love interest in the cartoon Mulan, is not going to exist in the live action remake. How is Lee Shang not going to be a part of Mulan? Oh, we have not discussed this. This is bonkers, huh? What in the world? It, it's pretty crazy. I feel gypped. Good. You should. I need a good love interest. Well, this, this is like saying, oh, here's Lion King. But there's no Nala. We don't need Nala. Forget that. Oh, 
here's Aladdin. Where's Jasmine? Oh, she's not important. Exactly. We don't need her. Exactly. It's very, very weird. How are they going to tell this story? I want to say that in the historical story of Mulan, Li Shang didn't exist, and they created him for the cartoon, and now they're trying to stick to the historical story of her. I don't fully know. By historical story, I mean, this wasn't like a real story. This was like a made-up Disney story. Well, actually... There sort of is this real story to Mulan. She's like Hua Mulan. And really it's like this myth. But the idea is that there was this girl whose dad was old and got drafted for war. So then she takes his place. So like the basic premise. Yes. And there are a lot of variations of this story. But in most of them, Li Shang didn't exist. Do you think Eddie Murphy was there? Sadly, no. <laughs> but I wish Eddie Murphy Eddie Murphy existed in my world. Also, there is one variation where Mulan commits suicide. That is so. Hopefully, that is not what this live action remake. That's the darkest timeline. That is a very, very, very dark timeline. Let's not have that happen. Do you want to hear something that is going to excite you and something that you've probably not heard of yet? There's going to be a Mulan um, ride. No, but that would have been freaking awesome. It'd be dope, man. We need some more Mulan magic. Remember when we were at the Disney store again this past weekend? That time we were there, and I just yes. talked about it. There was some dope Mulan merchandise Yo, for there, small children. There was like this like bomber jacket thing. It was. It was Mulan themed. It was olive green, and then it had um, the dragon, Eddie Murphy's character, um, on the Mushu Mushu on the lapels of the jacket. And it looked super amazing. Yeah, it's really funny. We went into that Disney store actually to look at baby stuff just because, I don't know, we just were in the mood. And I only really looked at girl stuff because I really thought we were going to be having a girl. But there's a lot of boy stuff, though. That jacket was for for ladies. But that jacket was definitely for girls. It was super cute. Something that also involves a female lead character, Maleficent 2. Oh, is coming yes, out. I saw Angelina it. Jolie is going to be in it. And Elle Fanning again? Um, I don't know that, but there is a queen that they are making up this queen, this character, I think. Queen Ingrith. I I don't think that she's a real character, but Michelle Pfeiffer oh my gosh. is going to be playing her. Michelle, you're you're Michelle back. was you're in, in Ant Man, so that's why I said Michelle Pfeiffer in that way. She's 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 around now. She's doing things. The movie picks up years after the first movie ends, and we see with with Aurora soon to become queen and trying to form an, an alliance. Well, that makes me think with that Maleficent. that Elle Fanning for sure is going to be. It. I'm pretty sure okay. I saw some like film like You're stuff right. like she's right. filming recently, and so I thought that she had. I feel like I need to watch the first one again because I do not remember what happened at the end. But all I know is there's a really really sad scene whenever they. Cut off her wings. Oh my god, spoiler alert, they cut off her wings. That was the saddest scene ever. That was really, really, really There's bad. also a live action Pinocchio coming. No new details on that, but it is coming. Okay. There is, this is weird, possibly like more than 50% chance happening. A Prince Charming movie hmm. is being, is coming out from the point of view from Prince Charming's brother. So the main character will be Prince Charming's brother Talking about the story of Prince Charming finding Cinderella. He has a brother. I guess so. This is news to me. Also, don't worry. Jungle Book 2 live action is coming out. Do you guys want like a whole live action podcast? Like, would that be cool? Well, they... Yes, one day we will. Okay. 
once we know more stuff. Also, there's a Cruella DeVille movie probably coming out centered on Cruella DeVille, and Emma Stone is going to be in this movie. Emma Stone? Emma Stone. Oh my gosh. But not as Cruella. I uh, all we all I know is that Emma Stone is connected to She's it somehow. Linked, linked to it. She is linked to supposedly, it. Supposedly and through the grapevine. So we'll see. And really that's all that we have for Disney movie news. I mean, that's some pretty good information. I'm like you said, I'm excited for live actions. They are some of my favorite Disney types of movies because they aren't I mean, they're not a cartoon, they're not a sequel. They're not really a sequel. They're just like a more a retelling, retelling. Yes, which I like. I don't know. It's just kind of different to see the characters more realistically. It's, it's fun. I like yeah, it. There are a lot of people who hate on the live action remakes. Like all of them. What? Well, yes. They just don't like any of them. They're like, nah. Just stick with the classics. Why are you redoing this? And I'm just being real. The CGI on these is insane. Yes. Jungle Book was one of my favorite movies of 2016. It was really cool. It was so good. Lion King is going to be up there. The Dumbo CGI looks awesome. Aladdin. We'll see. I liked Cinderella when they did the really, really legit. You did. Um, scene where she turned the pumpkin into a carriage. I don't. The only. Disney live action remake that maybe hasn't been as good is Maleficent. And even that one, I enjoyed watching. Yeah, I still liked it. I didn't love it, but I enjoyed it though. Okay. Because it was like a different perspective twist on it. Yeah, it it was from her point of view. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, that's all that we have for the Disney movie news. Now it's time for marriage moment. Yay. Marriage moment. So Bailey wanted, okay, um, unicorn dreaming. Yep. Unicorn Dreamin'. Bailey Unicorn Dreamin' wanted to know more about our baby. Uh, So as we announced at the beginning of the podcast, we found out we are having a boy. And so this week we had our like 20, I was 19 weeks, basically our 20 week like big ultrasound where they look at everything and make sure everything's progressing good. And we got the all clear that everything looked great and it was super wild to see our baby up on the screen like wiggling around because I couldn't feel it and it was super weird and exciting and we decided to have a party uh, with some friends and family to celebrate and find out together uh, because we wanted it to be like a super big surprise so we didn't know what it was so we got it on the uh on an in an envelope basically yes we did the results and so i I was carrying it around all day but not looking at it i wasn't like about to rip up with the envelope like i was okay um i was excited but i wasn't like dying to rip it open um but oh i definitely wanted to know i was dying all day you were yes you didn't seem like it you seemed pretty calm well yeah if it yeah it ended up being good it ended up being good. It ended up being good. So the way we did it, um, you if you look on our Instagram, our Married with Mouse Ears Instagram, there's a picture and then you swipe to the right and there's a video. And you'll see on the video that we had these confetti cannon poppers. And so my friend um, who I showed her, the, she got to see the envelope and she gave us the correct poppers. And she, the poppers were the, really big. And you have to like twist the bottom part and twist the top part opposite ways. And yeah. then it like explodes basically. 
And so everyone was counting down, and they get to one, and I try to twist it, and it, like, won't do anything. And so Michael does it, and so I see the confetti, and I'm like, yay, yay, yay. And then I'm like, oh, my gosh, I can't do this. And so I just, like, hand it to Michael. I'm like, this confetti. I felt so bad. I can't do this, Cannon. I felt so bad. There was a boomerang video made, and just the look of confusion of you trying to open it, and the confetti going everywhere. Oh, man. Iconic. Yes, it was. I just I just gave up, and I handed it to you. I said, you do it. But we were definitely shocked and surprised. Um, super shocked, because we, for some reason, felt like it was going to be a girl. And so Michael, of course, is super excited to do all the boy things, and... I started thinking about today. My, I was texting with my friend. Pretty much everyone I know is having boys except like one person. Um, but she's like, boys are so great. Um, they're into like Mr. Incredible and Mickey Mouse and Toy, all the Toy Story characters. I know which Michael, that's like his favorite franchise ever is Toy Story. So I'm sure they'll be super into that. And Maui. And so I just have to get in the boy mindset and think about like all of those characters oh you'll crush it you'll be so great i know it's exciting but oh it's super exciting this world will gain another astros fan um the facial hair game of my son is going to be awesome whenever he hits high school all all in all i'm going to cherish um his middle school athletic prowess because it will end after middle school and in high school he will um, never again be an athlete, but it'll be okay. <laughs> it will be worth it, and it will be awesome. Yeah, no, it was a great party. Your friend Tess crushed it. She did. She did a great job. She hosted it, and it was um, like Prince and Princess themed. So it actually, she she did like a Disney theme, um, which obviously you know it's us, so it makes sense. Um, but she had little buttons made that kind of she was going to emulate the um, like park buttons that you get that say like I'm celebrating or whatever. And they said like prince or princess and had like Cinderella or the prince on it. And she had lots of different like crown decorations or things that said like when you wish upon a star. And it was all very adorable and super fun just to just to kind of have the first actual like celebration of this baby like mean like you and me obviously have like celebrated um and and my parents have but like celebrating with some friends and family was really cool to to get to do that kind of like the first the first first big celebration for this little baby boy yeah so our marriage moment is really a baby boy is coming and we ain't ready (laughs) no we're not we are not ready hopefully we can sell our house and move so that we can get this nursery run and end up. We got to pick some names. Actually, we're just going to just say it right here, right now. The middle name of our son will be Barry because my middle name is Barry. My dad's middle name is Barry. His dad's middle, middle, middle name is Barry. So Michael Barry Agnew. So we do not have any names picked out. So if anyone wants to just throw in some good um, strong man name, something Barry Agnew. Throw us out. Go to our website, like whatever. We will take them into consideration. Along with a listener question. And some listener questions, sure. Um, Disney inspired could be good. Who knows? I, I, yeah. Zara's confused look right there. I was like, Disney inspired? I, 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 I don't know. Maybe. Walt. Walter. Walt. Walt. Walt Berry. Walter Walt, Berry. Walter Berry. Walter Berry. 
not no. not happening. Don't worry, Mary. Your mom boys listening to this. She's like, Walter Barry? Walter Barry. Just kidding. All right. So that is our marriage moment. We're having a baby boy. It's going to be quite exciting. Now it's time for Zero to Hero. Zero to Hero. Woo! Zero to Hero. All right, Z, you got any heroes? Yes. So if you listen to the end of last episode, we were like, hey, we got to go. We're going on an anniversary date. And so it was our anniversary um, in June. We were a little bit late, but Michael's always out of town on our anniversary. Always. Every year. But we're celebrating five years, and Michael got me the coolest present. Oh, yeah. I forgot. Yeah. I feel like I did. I did do that. I did. So Tom's um, is one of my favorite shoe brands. Uh, Michael's actually um, his first Christmas present he ever gave me when we were dating. So like nine years ago um, was a pair of purple striped Toms. Correct. And he, and I ruined the surprise. He did. Um, I think sort I, of. I think I kind of like tricked him into being like, what is it? What is it? What is it? And he like accidentally was like, oh, it's shoes. I said shoes. I didn't say what type yeah, of shoes. Yeah, he said shoes though. But oh well. So I've always liked... I feel like such a dummy. I've always liked Toms, and I had had those same purple Toms, and they were, like, basically falling apart. Like, they are dead now. But, um... Because Toms are not supposed to be worn for nine years. They they are not created for longevity. Not, not those, like, little slip-on ones. Um, but I have a lot of other Toms shoes, too, like booties, and we have sunglasses. Um, they used to do, like, a Toms um, big sale in Dallas every summer. I don't think they have one this summer. Hmm. But um, I've gotten a lot of different Toms shoes. But anyway, so they came out recently with a Cinderella Toms collection. It's like a Toms-Disney collaboration, and the first iteration of it was Cinderella. So they came out with multiple um, styles, in multiple prints, like patterns that you could get. And so I wanted um, like the classic slip-on style uh, and the print is this really beautiful um, light blue blue background with Cinderella like sketchbook um, pictures on it. And all the designs are based on um, like the original sketches for the movie from different artists, which is really, really neat. So I love my shoes. I think they're so beautiful. Um, I'm going to post a picture of them to my Instagram, and I'll probably like tag Married with Masters or um, whatever, so you, you guys can see them too. But um, I think they should be still available on the Tom's website um, and, until they sell out. But I've heard that they are going to be coming out with other collections in this collaboration. I think I've heard like Snow White... Yeah. Um, I'm not sure what else, but I think I've heard that one. And Sleeping Beauty. And Sleeping Beauty. So Michael knows. So that is my hero, is my super cool Toms that I love, and I will for sure wear. I'm so glad. Boom. Your boy did good. You did so good. Well, my hero is a movie, Ant-Man. Yes. We saw it. Honestly, I was not really overhyped from seeing this movie just because I'm still on that Infinity War um, I guess not hangover. Sure. Sure. I'm just all only thinking about Infinity War and like the implications from it. And I've seen the trailer for Ant-Man, I don't know, like 20 times. And it just didn't seem like big or grandiose or have any purpose to it. It didn't seem exciting. And I was like, eh, we'll see. Yo, Ant-Man was fantastic. It was really good. So funny. So good. Um, obviously the actors are fantastic. Like Paul Rudd, it had 
Evangeline Lilly, who was in Lost. She was Kate. Michael Pena, one of the funniest actors ever. Like, really Homeboy funny. is so funny and just talks so fast, and it's great. Um, there's a lot of just great people. It, Randall Park. Randall Park was awesome. Um, we loved him from Fresh Off the Boat. We were really He's Lewis, the dad from Fresh Off the Boat, which He's is one of our favorite funny TV shows. So funny. I thought he was awesome. Yeah. M- Michelle Pfeiffer, Lawrence Fishburne, Michael Douglas. We were surprised about Michelle Pfeiffer because she's just like, I mean, she's not like really old, but like we're like, oh, Michelle, okay. Exactly. Well, yeah, they uh, did this little CGI thing because they did some scenes from whenever as if Michelle, like, you know, 30, 40 years prior. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, hey, she she was looking much better than Michael Douglas. Yeah. Because that boy looked decrepit. <laughs> decrepit. Actually, just kidding. He's still doing good. He's still killing it. So the movie was really, really, really good. If you are a Marvel fan or a halfway Marvel fan and you're like, eh, not really like happy or like not really like too like impressed yeah, with like the first Ant- Ant-Man or like you don't care. Like, there's not a lot of just awesome summer blockbuster movies out there. Um, Like, this movie is probably my favorite movie of the summer so far. Hmm. I would say it's better than Jurassic World. It is better than, okay, maybe not Incredibles 2. It's pretty, it it was pretty close to Incredibles 2. It's pretty good. Yeah, so it was a really, really, really good movie. Please go see it. Please go see it. All right, Zara, do you have a zero for this week? So... This seems like a generic zero, but it's it's all I got. Um, it's summertime and it's super hot, and we live in Texas, so you might live in a different geographical area than us. And we so far have gotten like some pretty regularly straight days of over. There was like a, a period, maybe like a week, that we had over 100 degrees um, in a row. It's hot. That was rough. I think I read an article recently that in Canada, like Montreal area, they were having record highs of over like 90 degrees and they had like multiple deaths. Like 30 people died due to like heat related like causes. That's intense. But y'all just got to come visit us in Texas because we we know what to do. You drink a lot of liquids, you drink a lot of ice and you get a lot of ice cream. And so for the 4th of July, the day before to celebrate, um, I went to a minor league baseball game with Michael and all the students from his youth group. And oh my goodness gracious, was it hot. Hot. It was so hot. Um, It was just, you were at that point where there was just sweat dripping, dripping from every pore and you just felt really slick and gross. And that was the first time during this summer that i've i have felt like that and it was super unenjoyable but i did get dipping dots and that made it a little bit better but not not enough to beat the heat you freaking love dipping dots i do i they didn't have all the flavors i wanted so i had to go with a cookie dough one which was okay but then some kids came back later in the game and told me that they secretly had a banana split flavor which is one of my favorite favorite flavors and so i was highly disappointed and saddened that i missed out on that flavor but it was still delicious what is your zero michael my zero as i alluded to earlier johnny depp 
He's in he's in a just a hole, a pit, a pit of despair. Well, whenever you like I think of iconic roles, Johnny Depp has played a lot of them. Captain so Jack Sparrow, many. The Lone Ranger. Okay, probably not his most iconic, but still, I actually did use to like that movie. Edward Scissorhands, one of my favorites. Edward Scissorhands? Sweeney Todd? Sweeney Todd was a great one. Uh Murder on the Orient Express. Yes, he was he was good in that one. Yeah. Okay, he was Okay, this Black Mass movie, which is like this mobster gangster movie Definitely didn't that see came that. out in 2015. Um he was on in he was in Into the Woods. Oh, yeah, that was good. Alice in Wonderland, The Mad Hatter? Okay, that was amazing. How did we forget about that? I don't, I I truly don't know. He was Willy Wonka and Charlie in the Chocolate Factory. I enjoyed that. Basically, dude is in a ton of stuff, and I feel like everyone who is like Johnny Depp heads is all like, how are you not saying this movie or this movie or this movie? Yeah, 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 yeah. Whatever. Everybody knows Johnny Depp. He's one of the top 20 most famous actors of all time. He was in What's Eating Gilbert Grape, which mm-hmm. is like a very famous Johnny one Depp line. One of his first roles, I think. Roles, yeah. yes, exactly. Johnny Depp has made over $650 million. I thought you were going to say movies for like one second. I was like, no, $650 million. The movies that he has made have, have generated over $3 billion. I mean, like that whole Pirates franchise, like that's, that's big deal. Yes. That's big money right there, I feel like. So, he's made over $650 million and he's almost broke. He's That's almost just, has to declare bankruptcy. He got to get a new financial manager. He got to get, he got to learn to take care of his money. He needs to take some accounting classes. Johnny Depp spends over $30,000 a month on wine. No, Johnny. Johnny Depp. Get you a $6 bottle at Target like we do. Yes, for real though. Only get it when you go out to dinner for a fancy anniversary dinner. Sure. Johnny. Johnny Depp bought a cannon and then put this guy's ashes, Hunter S. Thompson, who's like this famous journalist. I've never heard of him, but oh well. And so, yeah, so so Rolling Stones wrote this really big cover article on Johnny Depp. And the article didn't look very good. I'm just looking at the highlights right now. But you should, if you have time and you just have 20 plus minutes to read about the lunacy of Johnny Depp, then read this. Basically, this uh, this journalist says, yeah, you spent $3 million on launching this dead journalist ashes out of a cannon for his, like, uh, like to, like, send him off. And Johnny Depp goes, actually, it was $5 Five million. Five million dollars to yeah, shoot off seems, ashes out of a cannon mm, that seems like a waste of money especially for somebody who is not in your immediate family but why did he need a cannon send off he spent seven thousand dollars and bought a couch from the kim kardashian show why i don't know for 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 his for his daughter why did she need that yeah so basically johnny depp um so this journalist She's making really bad financial decisions wait yeah so this journalist spent 72 hours living with johnny depp and the journalist said that Johnny Depp only operated from basically 11 p.m. until 6 a.m. That he was like a, a night owl, um, was just drinking and smoking weed and doing drugs the whole time. Johnny Depp has one of the weirdest quotes 
you will ever read. And basically, he said we would have caught Osama Osama bin Laden way faster if we had just put. Um, I am paraphrasing because he uses some f bombs here. Um, if they had just loaded up lots of planes and put LSD on the planes and then just dropped LSD on all of um, the people, everybody would have ran out of the caves. He said caves because thinking that Middle Easterns only live in only live in caves, but that's a different topic. Um, then they would all run out and thinking that the world is beautiful because they are all on LSD. Because guess what? Johnny Depp loves hallucinogenic drugs. Basically, drugs and alcohol has distorted this man, and he's one of the most iconic figures, acting figures. And that's not even going into the fact that he basically um, used to beat Amber Heard, his wife. Let's not bring that up. Johnny, get clean. Get clean, Johnny. Come home, so, Johnny. So, Johnny, guess what? Your lowest point of your life is being a zero on Michael Agnew's uh, zero to hero list. Yep. Um, there was Michael, the 30-year-old who got who tried to sue his parents. There's the uh, pooping uh, superintendent. Yes. There is the man who stole millions of dollars of fajitas. From a juvenile detention center. And now there's Johnny Depp. And now there's Johnny Depp. So Johnny Depp, step up your game. You, you made the list. You are not in good company. You are lumped you are in, not with, in these, good, with good these company. fools. Exactly. The, the Bible says, the man who walks with fools is a fool. And Johnny, you are walking with some fools right now. You are walking with fools. All right. That's all we got for this news episode. Like Michael said... Um, find us on our website, marriedwithmouseyears.com. Leave us a listener comment, maybe a question, maybe a name, a recommendation for our baby. And if you're planning a trip to Disney World, um, check out Yellow Shoe Travel and email Wendy Trent at yellowshoetravel.com. Get her to help you plan your trip. Amen. All right. That's all we got. Peace. Bye. Like Tarzan and Jane, girl, you'll be in my heart. I will fight Jafar with all the Robin Hood starts. Beat the crook, Captain Hook, and any evil that embarks. If baby starts to leave his mark, I'll send him to a pit so dark you can't see light. Oh, come here, my Snow White, to have a princess for a wife. Yeah, that'd be alright. Chilling up in the castle all day and night. Girl, you're in the middle of my circle of life.